My name is Jordan Brown, and you're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Today, the two biggest news stories from February 19th through the 24th, plus what you can look forward to from the Emerald next week. Our lead story, we spoke with dining hall student workers who've lost their free meal plan. Then, our interview with Senator Ron Wyden about how students should respond to President Trump's immigration policy. Also coming up, why did the University of Oregon place on the list for the 10 worst colleges in the country for free speech? All of this on today's Daily Emerald News Recap, only on the Emerald Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Emerson Malone. I'm a podcast editor with The Daily Emerald. I'm Max Thornberry. I'm an associate news editor with The Daily Emerald. And I'm Andy Field. I'm a senior news reporter with The Daily Emerald. Starting at the beginning of the 2016 to 2017 school year, dining hall student workers have lost their free shift meals. Previously, dining hall workers paid $1 for five points. This term, that's winter 2017, University of Oregon administration raised the price to $3 for five points. Since this change, campus unions and community activists have opposed the plan. So to reiterate, this only affects the dining hall student workers, not the EMU restaurants, but the places where you can buy food using food points. So that's Barnhart Dining, Big Mouth Burrito, Carson Dining, Common Grounds Cafe, Doug's Bistro, Fire and Spice, Fresh Market Cafe, Grab and Go Marketplace, and Puddles Cafe. Andy, you wrote this cover story that was published on Monday this week. I know Max and I didn't attend dorms, so for those who aren't hip to the point system, what can five points buy you? Mm-hmm. So five points, that would get you fire and spice, anything of fire and spice, um, the noodles. Most things are actually four points. You know, a deluxe burger, any sandwich in uh, Hamilton is four points. But if you want to add that with a drink and make it a meal, then yeah, it would total five points. So most things are five points in the dorms. Why did the UO administration raise the price for meals? So Tom Driscoll, director of food services, he said that the shift meals were paid for by all students living in the dorms. And he felt that it would just be fair if um, student workers paid for that themselves. Now, we're really trying to look into this. We're trying to reach out to the administration, trying to get the details on you know, the exact reports of what this relationship is between the room and board fees and shift meals. So we're, we're working on that for this week. So keep in tune for that. You spoke with a number of student workers for this story, many of whom were unwilling to speak openly out of risk of losing their jobs. How are they reacting to this change? Many did tell me, you know, as, as a slap, uh, the labor activists were protesting in the, in the, in the dining halls. Uh, they were telling me inside, I was asking them how, what they feel about this as they were working and they were saying, you know, I agree. I, I don't think it's right. And part of why I wanted to do this um, dining hall work in the first place was that, uh, you know, the, the benefit of having a free shift meal and, and things like that. A lot were actually going out and getting the pizza that the, the slap activists were providing. So, yeah, from, from the ones I've met, at least, yeah, I, I'm very against it. And again, we're talking about the dining halls around campus. How does this compare to the restaurants in the EMU, the, the Subway, the Panda Express, the Chipotle? Yeah, there's something very interesting I found out. I was just getting a Joe's Burger downstairs, and I, I decided to ask them, you know, if the, the worker there, if uh, she gets a free meal. And she go, she told me she gets a free meal after six, you know, hours of working. And it was a similar story as I went from restaurant to restaurant, you know, Panda Express, Chipotle, Subway. They all, they all got a free shift meal, depending on how many hours they worked. Chipotle actually get $15 regardless of how many hours they worked, it just every day. Thank you, Andy. Our next story, Oregon Senator Ron Wyden sat down with the Emerald this week to discuss what the Betsy DeVos appointment for Secretary of Education means for the university, President Trump's policy targeting undocumented immigrants, and more. 
Emerald Associate News Editor Will Campbell spoke with Senator Wyden. In this clip, Campbell asks Wyden, considering that many students at the U of O are immigrants, how should they respond to the changing landscape of immigration and how can colleges help? Uh, many students are immigrants. So how can students kind of cope with this rapidly changing landscape of immigration and um, how can a colleges uh, help? It's extraordinarily important that students organize on campuses. As you know, I've been supportive of efforts to get rid of the travel ban. I guess we're going to have a new version in a week. Okay. And it's, it's going to be, you know, more of the same with a little you know, side order salad dressing or something. But, you know, it's going to be more of the same. And it is a thinly veiled religious test. Okay. And that's what we have to keep driving home. I think I touched on that yesterday. And we're a country of immigrants. I'm very much committed to this fight as a first generation you know, Jewish kid. And obviously, students, once again, can be out in front because students, at a minimum, if this issue isn't resolved and resolved soon, they're not going to be able to predict and have some certainty about making their plans. There's enough uncertainty in the student's world now and keep this on top of everything else. So they can play an integral role in this. I think they can play a role that will... Um, once again, like gay marriage, allowed their generation to be seen as being out in front. It is a different issue, and I want to understand. But they can play. They can play a very. They can have a big voice in this. Okay. You can read the entire Q and A with Senator Wyden on the Daily Emerald website. Lastly, this week we want to look forward to some stories coming from the Emerald in the next week. UO President Michael Schill met with the Associated Students of the University of Oregon President and the external vice president of the ASUO in Salem this week. Max, what did they talk about, and what story should readers expect to come from this? President Schill spoke with both Natalie Fisher, the external VP, and Quinn Haga, the ASUO president, about the pending tuition increases. They talked about how in-state tuition is going up around 10.8%, out-of-state tuition is going up 3.5%, and this is because basic campus operations next year are set to cost the university about $25 million. Basic campus operations are exactly what that sounds like, the things that the campus needs to spend money on to keep everything running. Because of the, the cost of campus operations, the university has had to cut its budget by about $9 million. And that's what these tuition increases are funding. Fisher also told our reporter Drake Hills that apparently this is better news, that there were talks of tuition increasing up to 25%. As expected, these increases are going to be discussed at the next Board of Trustees meeting on March 2nd and 3rd. Schill said that it was going to be a, a central talking point at that meeting. Transgender restroom privileges established by the Obama administration have been repealed by the Trump administration. This will prevent transgender people from using restrooms that correspond to their gender identity, and instead they will be forced to use the restroom according to the gender on their birth certificate. In a written statement, Senator Jeff Merkley stated, quote, Our nation should never settle for anything less than full equality and full rights for every single American. 
This is especially important in our schools where no student should ever have to fear discrimination simply because of their identity. The UO has more than 100 gender neutral restrooms on campus offering privacy for trans students. As of now, the University of Oregon has not been affected by this policy change and schools are still able to affect their own rules. The Emerald will report on this further in the coming days. Lastly, the University of Oregon this week ranked as one of the 10 worst colleges in the country for free speech. According to a list that came out Wednesday, February 22nd by the Foundation for Individual Rights in Education, or FIRE, Craig Lukianoff, president and CEO of FIRE, published a story on Huffington Post. This list includes Georgetown University, Harvard, University of South Carolina, DePaul University. Why does the UO deserve this ranking? Lukianov cites two incidents. There's the university response to Nancy Schertz, the law professor who was suspended after wearing blackface at a private Halloween party, and the UO's bias response team, a group organized by UO administration to respond to student complaints about offensive speech. Max, you recently spoke with an investigative reporter from FIRE who helped compile this list. What can readers look forward to from this report? So first off, this isn't the first time that the University of Oregon has found itself on this list. We made this prestigious top 10 list last year uh, for similar reasons. The bias response team has been in the news or has been on FIRE's radar uh, for a couple of years. A few years ago, FIRE reached out to the University of Oregon requesting records about complaints made to them and actions that they took. The University of Oregon responded that that would not be in the public interest for people to know about, so they refused to waive the fee uh, for the public records. So FIRE responded by placing them on the list for that. This year, the administration's response to Nancy Schertz's uh, blackface costume at her private Halloween party brought the University of Oregon back to the fore for fire. Now, fire is not commending Nancy Schertz's actions in wearing this costume. What their issue is, is that the university decided to reprimand her because her expression sparked speech on campus. They say that vigorous debate and talk about about quote offensive speech should be discussion should be debate because the university of oregon cited the fact that students were discussing this because students were not going to class because discussions of this were taking place that's why they placed her on on administrative leave so again it's not that fires is saying yes what shirts did was good what they're saying is that what shirts did was protected now shirts has not been fired uh, there were calls for her resignation but the university did not fire her she is still a faculty member but that alone hasn't been enough for fire to remove uo from the list these stories about shill meeting with asuo representatives about the upcoming tuition hike the transgender students restroom rights and the uo's reputation for free speech on campus can all be found on the daily emerald site dailyemerald.com in the next week. That's all we have time for today. My name is Emerson Malone. I'm Max Thornberry. I'm Andy Field. If you'd like to hear more from the Emerald Podcast Network, you can subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud, and you can listen to these episodes right on the Emerald homepage at dailyemerald.com. Thanks for listening.